Okay, welcome to the next episode of Esperanza Rising. On today's episode, it's their first day at camp. Mama goes to work, and Esperanza sees the camp. Let's get started. opened her eyes again it was almost light and she heard mama hortensia and alfonso talking in the next room she had slept through dinner and the entire night she smelled cafe and chorizo the coffee and sausage made her stomach growl and she tried to remember when she had last eaten isabel was still asleep in the bed next to hers so esperanza quietly pulled on a long wrinkled skirt and white blouse she brushed her hair and went into the other room. Good morning, said Mama. Sit down and eat something. You must be starved. At the table, Hortensia patted her hand. You missed going to the foreman's office last night. We signed the papers to live here. We already have work today. Mama put a plate of tortillas, eggs, and sausage in front of her. Where did all the food come from? asked Esperanza. Josefina, said Hortensia. She brought some groceries until we can go to the store this weekend. Esperanza, said Mama. You and Isabel will be watching the babies while the rest of us work. Alfonso and Juan will be picking grapes, and Hortensia, Josefina, and I will be packing grapes in the sheds. But I want to work with you and Hortensia and Josefina. You're not old enough to do work in the sheds, said Mama. And Isabel is not old enough to watch the babies herself. If you watch the babies, then Josefina can work, and that is one more paying job between us. We must all do our part. You will have a camp job, too, sweeping the wooden platform every afternoon, for, for which they will deduct a little from our rent each month. Isabel can show you what to do later. What's the platform? Esperanza asked. It's the big wooden floor outside in the middle of the camp. Juan said they use it for meetings and dances, said Mama. Esperanza stared at her food. She did not want to be stuck in camp with the children. Where's Miguel? she said. He already left for Bakersfield with some other men to look for work at the railroad, said Alfonso. Isabel came out of the bedroom, rubbing her eyes. Mi sobrina! My niece, said Hortensia, hugging Isabel. Go say good morning to your mother and father before we all leave for work. Isabel hugged her and ran next door. Esperanza studied Mama as she made un burrito de frijoles for lunch and wrapped the soft tortilla filled with pinto beans in paper. She looked different. 
Was it the long cotton dress and the big flowered apron tied at her waist? No, it was more than that. Mama, said Esperanza, your hair. Mama's hair ran down her back in a single long braid, almost touching her waist. Esperanza had never seen Mama wear her hair that way. It was always done up in her beautiful plaited bun. Or when she was ready for bed, brushed out and flowing. Mama looked shorter, and somehow not herself. Esperanza didn't like it. Mama reached up and stroked the back of her head. She seemed embarrassed. I, I figured out that I can't wear a hat with my hair on top of my head. And this makes more sense, does it not? After all, I am going to work today, not to a fiesta. Then she hugged Esperanza. We must go now. The trucks leave at 6.30 to take us to the sheds. Take good care of the babies and stay with Isabel. She knows the camp. As the three of them walked out, Esperanza noticed Mama reaching up hesitantly, touching her hair again. When Esperanza finished eating, she went outside and stood on the front step. Instead of facing another row of cabins, their cabin was in the last row, facing the fields. Straight ahead, across a dirt road, were several chinaberry trees and a mulberry tree that provided deep shade over a wooden table. Beyond the row of trees were grape fields, still lush. To the right, across a grassy field, was the main road. A truck piled high with produce drove by, losing a cloud of debris. After it passed, the sharp smell told her they were onions, the dry outer skins being shredded by the wind. Another truck followed. Again, the smell bit into her senses. It was still early, so the air was cool, but the sun was bright, and she knew it would be hot soon. The hens pecked and poked around the front steps. They must have been happy to be off the train. Esperanza shooed them out of her way as she turned and walked next door. The babies were still in their pajamas. Isabel was struggling to feed Lupe her oatmeal while Pepe crawled on the floor. Splotches of his cereal still stuck to his cheeks. As soon as he saw Esperanza, he reached up for her. Let's clean them up, said Isabel and then I'll show you the camp. First, Isabel took Esperanza to the platform she was to sweep and showed her where the brooms were stored. Then they walked through the rows of cabins, each with a baby on her hip. As they passed open doors, Esperanza could already smell the beans and onions that someone had started simmering for dinner. Women were dragging big metal wash tubs beneath the shade trees. A group of young boys kicked a ball up and down the dirt road, stirring up dust. A little girl wearing a man's undershirt as a dress ran up to Isabel and took her hand. This is Sylvia. She is my best friend. Next week we will go to school together. Sylvia switched around and grabbed Esperanza's free hand. Esperanza looked down at Sylvia's dirty hands. Sylvia grinned up at her, and Esperanza's first thought was to pull her hand away and wash it as soon as possible. Then she remembered Mama's kindness to the peasant girl on the train and her disappointment in Esperanza. 
She didn't want Sylvia to start crying if she were to pull away. She looked around at the dusty camp and thought that it must be hard to stay clean in such a place. She squeezed Sylvia's hand and said, I have a best friend too. Her name is Marisol and she lives in Aguas Calientes. Isabel introduced Esperanza to Irene and Melina, two women who were hanging clothes to dry on a long line stretched between the cabins and a tree. Irene had long gray hair tied in a tail. Melina didn't look much older than Miguel and she already had a baby of her own. We heard the story of how you came from Aguas Calientes, said Melina. My husband is from there. He used to work for Senor Rodriguez. Esperanza's face lit up at this news. He knew my father since he was a boy. Do you think your husband knew Marisol, Senor, Senor Rodriguez's daughter? Melina laughed. No, no, I'm sure he didn't. He was un campesino, a field servant. He would not know the family. Esperanza felt awkward and didn't mean to make Melina admit that her husband was a servant. But Melina didn't seem bothered and began recalling other farms her husband had worked on in Aguascalientes. Isabel pulled on Esperanza's arm. We need to change the babies. As they walked back to the cabin, she said, They are mother and daughter. They come over to talk. They come over to talk and crochet with my mother all the time. How do they know all about us already? Isabel raised her hand and made her fingers tap up and down on her thumb as if a mouth was talking. Everyone in camp knows each other's business.